Hello and welcome to another episode of Grange TV. Have with us Mr. Eli Hedges, TAFE extraordinaire, and Mr. Robert Whittaker, UFC fighter. <laughs> and apparently, according to Sherdog, pull out merchant and coward. Oh, wow. Is that really what I'm being called on Sherdog? No, no, not by everyone. The pull out merchant. The people, people have been overwhelmingly supportive, but um, there are a few people that feel that you have to be called a coward and that you cost UFC a lot of money and that you shouldn't have pulled out because I know that those people, if they had a fucking hernia that was strangulated in their bowel and whatnot, they would turn up and go to work the next day at their factory job for sure, a hundred percent. Oh, jeez. Let alone fight Gaston. So, I, don't, I don't know, I did my best. Like, I, was, I, I had it in my head that I would fight still for the longest time. It wasn't until the guy came out and goes like, uh, we're going to get you into surgery in like half an hour. Yeah. That I was like, mm, I guess I can't fight now. I have to call it. It was like 5am and I hadn't drunk water since like 3. I was on drips. 3 in the afternoon. You're I was on about. drips and heart monitors and everything. It's crazy. How are you feeling now, Rob? Um, yeah, like I feel good. I feel good. Um, it's a weird feeling right now in my, like, in my stomach and lower, lower intestine area. Like I just feel bloated all the time. And uh, obviously, the just the, the tissue itself is healing. The scars are healing. So it's just a process. I got to make sure I don't get back too early, and just do a bunch of damage, tear open the holes. Are you worried when you're on the toilet? Hey, that, are you worried? <laughs> <laughs> because nah, nah, it, it's not. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't a hernia, um, from like pressure or sh strain, like you know your normal hernia. So it was an internal hernia, and that happens more due to like trauma and scar tissue on your intestines and stuff like that like um it's it's yeah they, they, they don't come because of the same reasons i know we were talking off off camera before about um how it can be caused and what was the stuff the doctor said to you yeah like normally um then like they're very rare to begin with like they're not not everyone gets them but um when, when it happens it's normally due to trauma so it's like usually a previous surgery or like a, a like a serious accident, like a car accident or something that does significant trauma. But um, because I didn't have surgery or anything, it was a bit. I've never had surgery on my stomach before. It was a bit of a uh, like out of the blue sort of thing. Um, and then he's like, "Do you remember any significant trauma?" And uh, I don't remember any trauma where I got hit and I think, "Oh, I've hurt myself." But then I was thinking, like, I've lived the life of a lot of combat sports. Like I played football growing up. I was a reckless kid. Then MMA. And I mentioned before, like parkour. <laughs> tell them, tell us about your parkour for, for career. Two years, I went. I was like just doing parkour with my brother. I kind of, I, I can't even say I was doing parkour. Was, uh, we no, no. Atrocious. Tell us about your parkour. Let me tell you about. I want to, I want to know because I've seen you're not very agile. It was, I'm very agile. What are you talking? You're not very agile. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Me and my brother just jumped off high things, like literally. That's how it. high are we talking about? I don't know. At what age? At what age? Would have been up 15, 15. 14, 15. How high, but? I don't know. Like, I don't know, eight meters maybe? You fucking liar! What a fucking liar! You'd be dead. That's like a telegraph pole. <laughs> That's like yeah. the guys that go surfing and go, oh, like eight footers. I was catching eight footers this morning. You go like check eight it out. meters. What into water? No, nah, actually, that's pretty high. You know how high eight how meters high, is? How high is this Okay, ceiling? I'm going to tell you something. How you know high when is this no, ceiling? I'm gonna... no, wait for me. How high is this ceiling? Three and a bit. 
No way. I'm going to two what something. What do you mean no way? It was five for sure. <laughs> I'm going to two something. The, 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 the Olympic diving towers, mm. the highest ones that you see at the Olympics, are 10 metres. Yeah, then about four or five. <laughs> four or five. <laughs> you fucking splat it. Four or five. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking, you big, fat, flat Hey, hey fat, just because you paint. can't do it doesn't mean it can't be done, brother. <laughs> You can imagine Rob's fat feet hitting the ground. Eight, eight I wasn't always like this big. I was significantly smaller. What do you think, Elo? Do you think eight meters? Nah, I think he's. I didn't say eight. I said four, five. Then four, I, I five changed. steel. That's huge. Steel. Yeah. Nah, man. Four, five is not so that high. If we walked out, if we walked outside here to where we come up the stairs, you would have jumped from that second floor to the first down to the bottom we'll have to look at this after we'll do you know how high that is a basketball hoop is three meters you wouldn't jump from a basketball yeah, i would 100 percent. i would have you wouldn't have. i would have a hundred billion percent from the top of the backboard no no the, the ring is three meters we oh, made we i guarantee you it was higher than that because what we used to jump off was like one of those cricket fences like the backboard the backdrop things for the cricket um and that was much higher than the basketball ring that was next to it yeah, that's high. Yeah, I mean, that is high, but I don't believe you. Oh, well, I don't need to justify <laughs> myself to you. Was <laughs> <laughs> there footage? That's... Hey, I, I don't know. How, how, okay, but how did you land? On our, on our feet. Okay, so you just landed on your feet and what, you bent your knees? Yeah. You're a liar. There's no fucking way. I guarantee you. You didn't even do a commando roll. No commando rolls, mate. Springing. Yeah, probably. Like, that, that's just the stupid stuff we used to do. Like, Do you believe it, Elo? He's, he's given us an example of what he's... What's the biggest wave you've ever surfed? You've asked me this before and I went, Do you mean to exaggerate? I don't know. 40 like footer. Four or five foot. <laughs> Maybe six foot. What's That's a, surfed. What about you, Rob? I've seen Rob body pull. Surfed? Um, I've, never, I've never caught a wave. Never? No, nah, like, holiday and nah, not a not a wave, <laughs> like a, a, a strong ripple. strong ripple, <laughs> strong ripple maybe, but never a wave. Your Instagram photo for three years after that. Yeah, eh? just like just standing up on the board, yeah. and you cut out the rest of the wave because there was none. <laughs> so so how are you getting around now? Like how are you in pain now? Are you? Uh, it's like kind of hunched over. <laughs> you see, shout out to Alex. <laughs> like like Alex Price. <laughs> yeah, like Alex. So um. Yeah, so it's um because uh, standing upright for the first week or so, it's like it feels tight on the stomach. But I'm I'm walking around. I'm trying not to do too much just yet because we're still within like the first week and a half of surgery, which is like a, a period I shouldn't be pushing myself too much. The the problem with those types of things is like you might start to feel good, but you you're not good. Yeah. And then you do something basic like I don't know, pick up your kids or something. And it can it can reopen it, eh? Yeah, exactly that. And the problem, yeah, exactly. Um, as the doctor said, he um he goes that the the surgeries today they're small, the keyhole. They go in through a small incision and they stitch it up on the inside. You don't know, like it doesn't. You look at it, you wouldn't even from five meters away. Three keyholes. Yeah, I got three keyhole surgeries. So like, from if you were to stand five meters away, you wouldn't even see that I've I've been I've been injured or had surgery. It's like it's all done on the inside. All the scar tissue they cut out on the inside, all the the prodding and moving around of the intestines inside, so you can't see it. And um, because I can't see it either, you don't. You know, we we as a race need to see things to, to you know to, to believe it. To believe them. Yeah. <laughs> Eight meter jumps. 
<laughs> We'd have to see that to believe that one. Um, you had a hernia, Eloy. Yeah, mine was external. What, what was so, and what was the recovery time like for you in that? Uh, I think uh, they gave me around after the surgery six weeks before they even wanted me to do anything. And that was like grabbing the kids or anything. So they said I have to stay away. Two weeks was pretty much laying up, I think, and just relaxing. I started to go back to work and then, yeah, I couldn't. They said don't even pick up a book for six weeks, I think it was. You haven't really been known to pick up a book, though. No. <laughs> no, they are, they're no fear of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How uh, did you do it? Um, I was I was with our school and we were up at Woodlawn for a rugby union competition and I had a bag of jerseys over my shoulder and it was slippery down walking down the hill and I've just slipped down the hill. I didn't fall over, but what I must have done is turn everything on and it's just created pressure and yeah. Did you feel it straight away? Yeah, oh, I actually thought I did my appendix or something. So I was oh, rolled over for half hurt a that day. Much? Oh, it was so bad. Oh. And then I, I ended up around two o'clock we had a kid that got injured and he had to go to hospital. I said, I've got to go. I said, I'm in so much pain. I went straight to my doctor's and um, and it was just sticking out. Like all my intestines oh. were sticking out and they quickly rushed me, laid me down and like have to massage it back in. So you just had like a big bulge? Yeah, it was horrible. Horrible. Fuck. So I actually, I went like, there's something wrong with my bladder or, or something went really wrong. Um, my, yeah. my old man had a, had a hernia. And he didn't do anything about it for so long. It was just like Charlie. Charlie has like a bunch of hernias. Charlie, it was just popping out yes. of his belly button for so, the longest time. And yeah, but didn't do it didn't. It didn't actually necessarily hurt him, eh? Hey, did it hurt him? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. He just lived with it for so long. People do. I, I remember a removalist up home, and he used to have one in his belly button. Like <laughs> fucking hell. He's like a little human. Yeah. But mine was, was in my groin. Because oh. because yeah, I guess he groin's worse. I guess um. Because, because my dad was just like plowing through it, <laughs> just living with it for the longest time. I didn't think they were that serious. <laughs> yeah. So, nah. Charlie's had it for 10 years. You're the char- he still holds pads. Yeah, Charlie. <laughs> Shout out to yeah. Charlie Bishwadi. Um, Rob's Muay Thai coach. He's got like a bunch of hernias too. That's crazy. He still holds pads for me. And kicks the shit out of people. But they're different types of hernias, yeah, different man. different types. They're different types, but... He made... I kick him in the stomach. Yeah, he full kicks him. He asked me to. <laughs> I wouldn't fucking do you. that. That's Fuck crazy. That. Um, and so you're like, moving forward, is there anything, any time when you might be fighting or anything like that? Um, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking, you know, with the recent news of, you know, Adesanya and, and Gaslam fighting for the interim belt, I guess I'm looking to fight the winner of that. So I, I guess in terms of like timelines and dates, it'll be a month or, or maybe two, two, three months after that. Like three months maximum, um, one month minimum after what? that. So, yeah, I guess I guess that's the kind of timeline I'm looking for. What are your thoughts on it, Eli? Because like, I mean, just as a fan, like in in that, like, because you know, he, obviously he's taking part in it. I, I was at the 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 event, obviously. So, but just from what you saw, what like the the feedback, the fallout, everything. What's your thoughts on on that fight and on that event? I guess straight away you just ask the question, why? Why is it Israel and Kelvin? I can understand Kelvin because he was going to have a shot at the title, but why Why does Israel, after his performance with Anderson, straight away get an interim title shot when there's still the scariest guy in the division? Do you know what I mean? Romero there, 
there's still Chris Weidman, there's guys in front of him that I think would be a little bit dirty on, on him just jumping straight up. And, and it's got to be a fame thing. Yeah, I guess it? Weidman would be filthy, eh? Yeah. Because he's free at the well, moment. Jacare. I was... Jacare as well. Yeah, Jacare, he'd, he'd be dirty. I was, I was thinking... Well, beat Weidman, man. Yeah. Jacare stopped Weidman. I was thinking like that. I was thinking like, oh, maybe everyone's tied up, but yeah, Jacare and Weidman are both free. Well, Weidman just had surgery. On what? I, I th- peck or neck or something like that, or neck and peck or something. He's I had a lot of neck things, eh? He's had a few, a few injuries, had a few knee surgeries. He's, he's been through the wars, that man. Okay. Um, this game isn't friendly. Nah. There's a. So, so in your opinion, just as a fan, you, you don't think Israel should have the shot? No, Is I don't think he should. Not yet. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't think that performance against Anderson proved everyone that, do you know what I mean? He's, he's right there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I still think there should be someone put in front of him for another test who maybe has a few more tools. Because um, let's be honest, do you it think was a, though? It was a, do you think Gastelum? Do you think Gastelum can be that test? Would you say that if Israel yeah, got through Gastelum, that then he would be deserving of a shot? Yeah, I think so. If he got through Gastelum, but does it, it, I don't know. An interim belt, just that's right there. That's there. I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think there's other guys sitting in that division, um, a little bit higher up on the ranks than him, that would would be a little bit filthy. Yeah. Well, when you look at the the little poster, it says like uh, Gaslam versus Adesanya. It's like four versus five. Yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> like one, two, three are, are in the equation. Then again, is there a strategy behind it where if they did do Romero, Romero might give them absolute hiding, and then would. Robin Romero three sell would you know what I mean? It would definitely sell. <laughs> yeah, it would sell. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> wants to see that fight, <laughs> <Yeah>. except me. <laughs> so, uh, uh, what are your thoughts on it? On, on what in particular? On them getting an interim title fight and not just a fight. I I think like at, at that level they're all good. It's not, I, I don't, I, I think I'd like to take the word deserve out of it. I don't know if they, it's whether or not they deserve it. That, Of course they deserve it. You know what I mean? That That, that, that isn't the issue. I, I don't like the fact that the, there's a massive discrepancy in, in, um, in how people have to, in, in how people are going through to, to a title shot. That, that, that's a big one. You know, because like I said, like, to go through Jacare and Romero for the title, you know, to go th- that and and you know have Romero twice, that that's that's a pretty impressive resume. Romero himself, you know, he fought a who's who, you know, um, and I, I think that that that's a discrepancy. Not not so much, you know, because because the problem is this: anyone can beat anyone on any given day. It's every fight's fifty fifty. Yeah. So the problem is. Do you get, if you get fast tracked to the title, or or you or think it's not whether you're good or you don't deserve it, but it's not the same route, and that 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 to me is what's unfair about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it, obviously Adesanya is not new to the game. I think that Adesanya, is, as an athlete, is absolutely deserving of it, um, and good for him in 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 as far as like good for him that he gets his shot and take a shot you know what I mean um, as as someone that's obviously I'm subjective I'm not I'm not you know impartial I, I'm looking at Rob and thinking 
I'd like to see everyone have to fight Jacket and Ramiro back yeah. to back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, having said that, if he beats Gastelum, then all right. I think I think Gastelum's a good um, is a gatekeeper. Well, Gastelum's going <laughs> to yeah. Gastelum's going to beg to differ though if he beats Adesanya. He's a hundred percent. But I think like right now, in terms of like Adesanya versus Gastelum, I think Gastelum's like the gatekeeper for the five. Yeah. Um, I think I think I think that's a hard fight. I think um, I think Gastelum's a great fight for him to fight. I would have liked to see him fight um, either like a Romero or a Rockhold or a Weidman. Like, I think they'll give him a lot of trouble. So that's two, three, and four. Are they? I think. Ramon I think no, no. Weidman, uh, I think, is dropped to six. Oh. Okay. I think Weidman dropped to six. Um, Adesanya went to five. Gastelum four. Well, Gastelum's four. How did Adesanya beat jump Weidman? I they've, think had, course, they've had no common opponents. And I think Weidman's uh, inactive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not justifying. I'm not justifying like the rankings. I, <laughs> how's, that, how's that inactive? I, I don't... Um, nah. Not happy with that. Bring I'm, Weidman up. No, I, I, I think, <laughs> honestly, my, my opinion is... Not, not inactive, but he lost his fight to Jacare. And he's going to be inactive because he just had surgery. Yeah. From my understanding, I don't, yes. I don't know. It could be massively wrong. I, 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 I have never understood. That's why I've never even. Cared no, no, about. the rankings don't I've, matter. I've never understood them at all. But I'm just thinking though, like, Weidman and Adesanya, like, Weidman and Adesanya haven't had common opponents, and Weidman has only lost to people much higher than anyone Adesanya's beat. Yeah. Yeah. If if we were on Robbie's rankings then it would be a very different story. <laughs> well, well, in that, to me, that would be the fight before... I think you and Gastelum should fight. This is just... not got nothing to do with who deserves it. This yeah. is just you asking me what I think. I think Gastelum and Rob could fight. Um, the problem is that there's a little love triangle there with, like, Romero, Jacare, Weidman, and then another one with Weidman, um, Gastelum, and... Uh, and Jacare, like they're is that, that where you mean? Yeah, they kind of like just other. beat each other. So there's that little thing there. And they just me at the top ducking. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently, yeah. <laughs> he's ducking. And and so then then the it it'll be interesting to see someone from that cohort fight an Adesanya and then you know a shot at at, at whoever wins out of Gastelum and and Rob. But I don't think it makes a massive difference. I think Adesanya. Is deserving of, you know, a shot up there, but but uh, I don't like. You know, it, it hasn't been Jacket and Romero back to back. That, that there is definitely yeah. a discrepancy between that. I, I I ran a gauntlet for sure, but um, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. Like even if no one else has to, I'm proud of that, and my fans know that. But you know who else ran a bloody gauntlet was Romero. Look at his yeah. resume. Yeah, that's what I was saying before. Yeah, that dude, that dude ran a gauntlet. He's only lost to the champ. Yeah, like yeah. A, but he fought like, what Weidman, um, uh, Rockhold, Jacare. <laughs> no, and that's me, but but uh, Gastelum, Gastelum as well. Gastelum fought Weidman, yeah. lost to Weidman, but he fought Weidman. Mm. He uh, fought Jacare, won a very very close decision with Jacare, but again that was a split A. Eh? I'm pretty sure it was a split decision, or, yeah, or it, was, it was a it was a close decision. To put it that way, um, so you know he he fought some 
top of the food chain guys as well, you know, to, to get to where he is as well. Mm-hmm. That's why I think the person that would be filthy would be him, Gastelum, more, more than anything. Because I think in Rob's situation, Rob has to fight whoever rocks up. Whoever turns up, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, yeah. Gastelum should be the one that, that, that is angry about it. Adesanya, whether it's Ad, from my perspective as one of Bob's coaches, whether it's Adesanya, Gastelum, or Costa, Romero, or whoever, Jacare, Weidman, any of those guys, it doesn't it doesn't matter to yeah. us. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's it is it will be what it is. So it's not like personal or oh, I don't think you should get the shot. It doesn't matter. But from a Gastelum's perspective, I think I'd be filthy in that. I would want to have that guaranteed shot. Mm. It's at like Rob. it's like if they made Ortega fight someone when Max got got pulled out of that fight. Yeah, but Ortega just stuck with his guns, like, no, I'm not fighting anyone except Holloway. I'll just wait. Yeah, and People that's do, what he did. Don't I, I don't know if he had a choice. Yeah, I was going to say. Know, I, don't I don't think he had a choice, but um, that's what should have happened, I guess. You know, because I'm, I'm not going to be... It's not like I got a extensive surgery. Like, a, like, yeah, I didn't get extensive surgery. I'll, I'll be back sooner rather than later. Yep. Um, so, oh, well, you know, I, I guess aside from their feelings and how they might feel, for, for me, I'm, I'm very happy with this turn of events because, uh, yeah, I was very disappointed that I couldn't fight the last fight. What was that like for you, though? I, I mean, I was there, but uh, what was that like for you in the moments where you were like... Holy fuck, this is not the first, second time, but right in the 11th hour. Uh, What's those feelings like? Because people talk like it was fun for you to pull out of the fight, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess the biggest feeling for me was uh, embarrassment. Uh, and I don't know, I, like, I don't know why, you know, everyone's saying, like, you have nothing to be embarrassed about, you shouldn't feel that way, but that's, I couldn't help but feel that way. Um, Can you put up his mic a little bit? Turn yeah, up the turn mic. Turn it up. Yeah. Sorry, Rob, go on. No, you're right. Um, is that better? That should be. Yeah, I guess the biggest feeling that I had was uh, embarrassment. It was, um, I, I felt embarrassed. And um, yeah, it, it was it was gut-wrenching for me. I, 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 yeah, it was, it was terrible. You know? And then uh, an after effect of that was, um, I'm not gonna get paid for this fight. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I had just done all the prep. I, it had been eight months since my previous fight. You know, I'd like to earn some money, but couldn't couldn't do that either. Couldn't. So it, it would have been a big roller coaster of emotions, yeah. The the high of having everyone you're getting to fight a title fight in Australia in front of everyone, then finding out, do you know what I mean? It's getting taken away from you. Then finding out that also what you do for a living and the way you support yeah. your family is also getting taken. Yeah, away yeah, it was, uh, it was it was it was bad, you know. But it's funny that it's funny because your emotions are directly related to how you are in the in the moment like what's going on in your situation so like around one o'clock when i was getting my stomach aches and vomiting like (laughs) aggressively vomiting i did not care what was happening anywhere else in the world except i need something to get rid of this pain like i just couldn't couldn't stand it it was killing me like i didn't care if i had to go to hospital or whatever it was it was kind of once they got me on the morphine and they said we're gonna have to pull you out of this fight that I was starting to be like, oh man, and then the embarrassment hit, and then later on the the financial hit also hit me, you know, because I'm not going to earn any money. Uh, so yeah, it sucked. But then then 
like that whole week is, is a bit like the beginning of that week is a blur because um i was so drugged up for the longest time that just bits and pieces like i i think i rang one of my best mates shout out to pete <laughs> i rang uh, i rang him up saying you could stay with me you can come to, stay for an extra week come to the hospital you can share share a couch with me we're good we can we can hang out um but we couldn't <laughs> um, yeah it was uh I, the, the first week I was I was in disbelief that um how everything had played out because you know it was like an after fight without the fight without the money yep. without yeah it was it was it was a it's a it's a weird feeling it's a very 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 weird feeling because I still cut weight that's another thing like to to all the naysayers out there that said oh he knew he was going to play out like fuck you yeah. why would I cut weight why would I cut weight to to pull out from a fight like why would i pull out before the weight cut uh, that that doesn't even make sense that doesn't make sense i don't understand like i wouldn't wait till after the cut to to pull out of a fight it was bad too it was like a, like that that was all happening like late late at night you know that that night um the whole thing and uh you know like at first you know you, you, people don't understand like uh, you, you know, one of the things that, that honestly, it really, it really affected, not affected me, like, fuck it. But one of the things that, that I don't know if, uh, didn't surprise me either. It was just like sad to me. It was sad more than anything. Like I was just watching how, how people act, not, not Rob in, in itself, but like how quick people are to like jump on people oh. and, and this and that. And I think how sad and lonely, it doesn't matter if you're a good fighter or you're yeah. a tough guy, you've got a lot of money it's got nothing to do with it it's just how sad and pathetic like people are like and insecure you know and i, I just look at that and i just it, it really made me realize that it doesn't matter how good of a fighter you are or whatever but like just how insecure people are and how people jump on on that you know what i mean if someone and some of the shit like at the time when he was in the hospital like this is the thing as well that i was thinking i was like dude's got like dudes could die you know, he's there with his wife and his dad and this and that. And people carrying on, like, across the board, you know, whether it's fighters or whatever. And I just think, how much of a weak shit are you? Like, yeah. you're just like, you're just like a weak fucking person. Like, I just look at you as a man and I just think, like, yeah, you, you can fight. Good for you. But as a man, you're, you're weak and you're insecure. And you can see the little boy in these guys, you know what I mean? Yep. In, in a lot of guys, not, not, not anyone in particular. But... um. You just see it and I just think like fight game is a fight game, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you're you're there, it's 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 for real, you know. But um and, and then the people just on the on the internet, like which of course everyone knows this has played out, you know, how how you get trollers and that on the yeah. internet. And and I understand that these people are weak and they're insecure and they have to do what they do and it makes them feel tough. And don't get me wrong, maybe if, if I get the chance, I would like to get 27 accounts and bag the shit out of LeBron one day, you know what I mean? But I, I don't know. I don't know how people are that sad. I, I just truly don't. Oh, sorry. sorry, sports fans in general are pretty, they have short minds, do you know what I mean? They're all short memories. They, they only concentrate on your last win or what last loss, do you know what I mean? Mm. So you'll go back out, you'll be the world champion again. And them same guys who were bagging you, are gonna be like, yeah, bro, you're the champ. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess, I guess, like, um, I got a question for you, Fab, in a second. But um, 
like on, on the back of that it's like a lot of people saying like oh strip him strip him strip him and it's like if you want to you can like that's that's your prerogative i can't stop anyone from doing anything you know i'm gonna do what's best for my health and get back in there and do what i love doing and do what i'm good at doing but um just to put in perspective me and romero went out there for the second time and did another five rounds which makes 50 minutes of brutal fighting the two best in the world and um we both haven't we both haven't stepped back in the octagon yet so even even if i i did fight like i and obviously i couldn't but um Romero still hasn't jumped back in there. You know, that's surely an indication on how much we left it in, in the Chicago. Yeah. Um, the Chicago. In Chicago. The Chicago. That's in, in Chicago, you know. Um, and, and anyone who's seen that fight knows we left everything out there. Like, it was a hard fight. Relax, you know. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that's the thing as well, man. Like, l- l- when you hear people, oh, he's inactive and blah, blah, blah. And I think... Uh, fucking it's funny for you to say that you haven't fought Romero once yeah. fight him fight him twice and talk about yeah. being fucking active man it, fight him for 50 minutes and and also fight him at the time like like now like uh, you don't know like you don't know how how Romero's because like, people talk about how Rob's going to come back from those wars and you want to hope that it's it's okay for, for Rob you know what I mean it, it it doesn't seem for us that it's taken its toll on him but he you know it obviously wasn't easy I don't know how Romero's coming back from that war because Romero hasn't fought and he had surgery for a broken face. You know, so I, I don't know how he's going to come back from that. I don't wish anything bad on anyone on their career, so I hope he comes back fine because um, it's, it's not a fucking joke. People are humans. And do you know here's the thing about the fighters, man, That because that, you copped a lot of shit when you mentioned you're talking about fighter pay. And it's been like all over the... You, you mentioned something. It didn't even go on our thing. But one of the things that I do see with the fighters is like... They, and, and it's not whether the UFC should have to pay them more or not or whatever. But one of the things that I do, do, do see is like the fighters dehumanize themselves and each other. You know, So the, the fans and the crowd and that don't even sometimes see them as people. You know, and they don't even... They don't try and... Um, work together to understand what they should be getting, what percentage of revenue they should be getting. I'm not saying the UFC should pay them more or not. And in fairness, I'll tell you this, Rob mentioned something about fighter pay and people were flaming him. Rob, were they? they were flaming you, yeah. And, and, I, and I'll tell you something else, this is what's fucking retarded. He's one of the highest paid fighters. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, and you'd think that people would be like, one of the highest paid fighters is talking about it Rob is fine financially. Of course, any fuckwit that posts that they shouldn't get paid more, if I came up to you and said, hey man, um, well done, you're serving Wendy's ice cream, you're doing a fucking great job, I'm going to double your pay to $3 an hour, then that person <laughs> will fucking take it, true or not? 100%. As if they wouldn't, as if I said to you, would you fight Romero for X amount of money or X times two? And you go, nah, I'm good with X. You know, don't, of course you're going to want more money. You're a fucking idiot. But but the the biggest thing is like this is one of the highest paid fighters talking about not just himself, but talking about other fighters. And I, but I I look at it as a sense of like there's a total like people don't even look at them as 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 people. You said this before. They they look at us like pit bulls. Yeah, or poodles or whatever. Poodles. You know, <laughs> you know but Why but poodles? they do. It's it's like it's like a fucking. It's like, 
they they think oh they fought go fight again yeah, put know? him back in there i want to see another one i want to see romero fight again yeah, and dude, dance he's got monkey. a broken face he's got a broken hand dance monkey yeah if if you see these guys fight if you watch like i was watching it live the shots they're taking in that like yeah i don't think they get paid enough but i don't even know that there's a sum of money that you could pay them to be honest so yeah i i just think people uh, my biggest thing surrounding all of that is like the fighters don't do themselves justice that that's the that's like the yeah. biggest one i see yeah, they shoot each other in the foot they shoot each other in the foot and then they're like please please watch me please yeah. look oh i'm gonna do a fucking cartwheel and you know please please be nice to me look what i'm gonna do now oh please you know and i, I honestly i look at them and i think like you guys don't even understand like what what's happening you know you're fucking retarded like, and that's kind of how the ufc and a lot of other fighting, fighting promotions structure their um their promotional plans and their man like managing plans is is so that we are all at each other's throats yeah like, so you just they have to because yeah. only united we would be strong but we're not so but yeah, it, it is what it is it's like they, they don't they don't like i don't think like how can, how can I say this? Like, I, 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 just don't, I just don't see that being smart. It's not fucking smart. It's not even like, people don't see them as people. Do you get what I mean? They, they, they genuinely don't. They, they just genuinely so don't. They just see like, let's make Romero and Rob fight again, you know, three weeks later, you know? And, and when I hear people go, well, so-and-so fought, you know, with six weeks apart, and I think, well, let him fight Romero. I'll bet you he'll fucking get buried. You know what I mean? No one that's fought Romero has turned around and fought six weeks later. No one that fought Rob turned around and fought, you know, four weeks later, like that. It, like, not not to memory. Um, Rob fought Jacare. Jacare ended up having to get surgery for Peck that either he had injured before, injured it in the fight. I don't know. And then Rob had injuries going into the Romero fight, the number one Romero fight. Fought Romero within like six to eight weeks of um, fighting Jacare. You know, and then people go, oh, he's inactive as a fighter and this and that. And I think, well, probably he'd fight more if he could fight me and you. You know what I mean? If, if Romero fought me and then fought you, he could fight more. You know? Every day. Yeah. The problem is you're putting him against fucking high level guys, man. Um, here, here's a question: What what was what was running through your head when you saw me at midnight vomiting into the into the bathroom? <laughs> I was just watching the vomit come out into the toilet, just watching dollars just go. <laughs> just the dollars. I was like, "Fuck my money!" I was just looking because like all my expensive shit that I could buy. Um, I I I already knew prior to that that you weren't going to fight like i knew because like we would have made the call already so we were already talking to to the doctor one of the doctors one of the ufc doctors we were already talking to him because uh i i knew i knew rob would would have fought do you get what i mean and again this goes back to the whole thing was people don't like don't don't get like these these people are they're people yeah you know they're human beings and so um to make any sort of talk about that is fucking retarded. He would have fought, you know, like if we 
if if there was a, if there was a window to fight, he would have fought. But by midnight, I'd already been talking to the doctor, and I'd already said to him, like, to one of the doctors, like, that nah, unless you do something miraculous, like, you know, like touch him on the forehead, and you know he levitates or you fucking turn water into wine, it's not going to happen. Like, it's not going to happen. And then we we spoke about it myself, the management, a few because all the coaches were there by this yeah. stage. This you got to understand as well, Rob. Like, if all your coaches are there, your management and the UFC doctors are there midnight night of the fight, your chances and your wife is there, your dad, the chances of you fighting by that stage are fucking minimal. So, what was going through my head at that time was like there there has to be something wrong. You know that that's funny you say that though because the story you were telling me at the time was nah, Rob, just go to sleep wake up will be good no because <laughs> just just go to sleep yeah no 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 wake but, up and we'll be but good. it would have done nothing for me to go oh my god i don't know you could be <laughs> fucking dying you could die i'm fucking help my god i don't know you know oh, start go fucking putting your watch on i'll put his watch on my wrist <laughs> yeah. nah, I, I, but we, we were saying that but but you were in bed but we we're talking to the doctors yeah yeah you know so so we were saying to him no nah, it was all good it's da 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 yeah and everything and there we'll see and you, you'll probably fight but, but by that stage you yeah. weren't going to fight and it started at like 4 at 4pm 4 like I was still in the middle of my rehydrating and so, re sorry people I yelled into the microphone <laughs> um, I was still in the middle of my rehydrating and refueling phase and then I stopped couldn't, couldn't eat couldn't drink anymore I like couldn't and then Fab just came in and he's like just sleep if you can just sleep sleep it off and then it was just downhill from there I got bad I was it's like it's funny because after a weigh-in you usually see the fighter go up yeah. get better fill out more energy feel good i was just going downhill <laughs> yeah but um now nah, the everyone's great my coaching sh like special mentions to like my, my coaching staff like alex fab justin lang justin fitzgerald um the doctors that came my manager titus my dad like sophia everyone that came there was hanging around like and, and looking after me they put in hours like they were with me from like early morning to finish cutting the weight till early morning when i was going in for surgery like they they hung around the whole time and um i couldn't have got got through it as positive as i did without them you know so shout out to you guys and um you know it, it is what it is like uh shout out to the nurses as well the nurses and the paramedics they're great yeah. Like I think they're super undervalued and underpaid. There we go again, Rob talking about yeah, you know, being underpaid. We're going <laughs> to bring up wages again. I think the nurses of 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 the world should be paid a hell of a lot more, and the paramedics. And yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Because they put up with some crazy shit, yeah. and they and they are genuinely looking after me and sm with a smile on their face. You and know what? One of the p comments was on Sure Dog when you spoke about the fighter pay. What? It said, well, Rob, why didn't you go and be a doctor or an engineer or play in the NFL? <laughs> and I say to you, why don't you tell the nurses why they didn't play in the NFL? Yeah, I should. Why are they so fucking stupid? But yeah, they were great. They were great. Like, they, they were great. And I... <laughs> all i got to say though they're absolutely great what about the messages of support from fans you, you would have yeah. seen bucket loads eh? yeah it was it was it was great to see you know i got overwhelming support from everyone messaging me and and, and um and sending messages through my wife and through my team yeah. just concern love just get better and heal and then you know i received a lot of messages of like man you're so lucky you caught onto it because 
honestly, about 10, 10 different people messaged me saying that they had a friend, relative that, that passed away due to uh, a burst bowel, twisted bowel. And um, yeah, I'm just, it was a shock to, to, to see how serious it was. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm very blessed that we caught on to it when we did and that we were able to, to you know, I'm able to heal. I'm able to continue my career, continue living, being a dad, a husband, and just, you know, stay, stay kicking. What, what did you think of, of the fights, Fab? Did you get to sit down Which and watch one? The, the, the whole card that Rob was... We actually oh, watched in the hospital together. Oh, he would have been sitting there. I half remember it. Yeah, yeah. half remember it. I, I look, <coughs> which fight in particular we're going to talk? Uh, shout talk out to about. Jimmy Crute. I, oh, I yeah. was so impressed with Jimmy Crute. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. That walk. What do you think of that walkout KO? Walk off KO. Like he hit the dude. Yeah, and then he walked off, and then the referee said continue. Yeah. I didn't think he should have walked off. So no. Quick. No. But he did drop him hard. Yeah, he did drop him hard. But did you see it? Yeah, I um. <laughs> My favourite walk-off KO, if anyone hasn't seen it, is Husama Palhares versus Dan Miller. Has anyone seen that? Is that when he gets out of the cage? Yeah, he hits him, jumps <laughs> on the cage, and the fight's not over. That's the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Who, who else did that? But they got completely out of the cage and were, were like jumping up and down oh, with Anderson. their family. Anderson, when he hit Bisping with the flying knee yeah, at he, the end of the round. Oh, yes. Yeah, he, he jumped, jumped out of the cage. No, he jumped out. And was in the crowd, and then. But that one, I thought was, I thought that was a stop. But it was right on the bill. And they yeah. said, "No, no, no, you've got to get back in there." And he had to climb back over the cage. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been anticlimactic. That's so awkward. Um, I, I thought, I thought Jimmy Crutes was a real standout for me. So, so yeah. Jimmy Crutes, he's undefeated. Yeah. 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 Two, yeah. two, two, two and zero. Oh. Um, like in the UFC, that in the is. In the UFC, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think he's got a lot. He's, got a lot of potential yeah. to cause a lot of headaches and heartbreaks for those guys up there shout out to jimmy just for being a good bloke but and his right. coaching staff you know you guys are you guys are really cool always really respectful good people good people um let, speaking about like say for example let's say the adesanya and silver fight i yeah. thought to me personally just as a fight fan i thought it was an entertaining fight i thought that um it was two guys that had similar styles um, and it was a fun fight to watch. Yeah. I, I don't think that it had the the implications surrounding it. Like if you were if you were to just watch that fight just to watch it, okay, this is the fight, Adesanya and Anderson, and it had no implications, you'd go, that was an interesting fight, you know? But if you're saying to me, this guy here is the best ever, he's 43 or 44 years old, um, you know, he hasn't really... I don't think he's actually won an official fight since 2012. This guy is... 2012? Something like that too. Like, he's had these fights overturned when he tested oh, yeah. positive. Um, and I could have the, 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 the things wrong, but I... I know he beat Brunson. Yeah. yeah. He had, he's had like one win, I think, or something like that. I could be wrong, but it's something like that. It's not the, the, the greatest thing. And this guy here is on a... Five and O run or a six and O run, um, plus you know he's had he's, he's sixteen and O overall in MMA, and uh, he's had like a hundred kickboxing fights or something like that. In that scenario there, and and it maybe maybe it's because honestly I expected Adesanya to, to run through him. Yeah. 
maybe I, I, I thought too much there. I, I don't know. I, um, I've, I've always liked watching Adesanya fight. I knew about Adesanya before, before, way before. Um, so I've always liked watching him fight. I've always watched Anderson fight, but I thought Adesanya, and we're here when, the, when we did the podcast, and yeah. Rob called it as well, like we both thought that Adesanya would be too much for Anderson. So I don't know what happened. I don't know, I don't know. Do you think he maybe gave him a little bit too much respect? No, I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 this, I don't necessarily think he gave him too much respect. I think Anderson has a way of being able to control the tempo of yep. a fight and he can slow a fight down and he can, he can fight not to lose and he can, he can lose a fight and still control it, if you know what I mean. Yep. I think it would be very hard for someone to just go in there and like just damage him, just hurt him. He's just very, very knowledgeable and good in the fight. And I think he can control the fight and the tempo, the pace, the distance, all of that, even when he's about to lose, yeah. even when losing. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I um, I think that Adesanya isn't as good as he thinks he is. <laughs> I think he's very good, very, very good. And uh, I have a lot of respect for his skill set, 100%. He's a dangerous guy. But I don't think he's the pedestal that he's on is as high as everyone else thinks it is, as he thinks it is. I think I think his um his fight with Anderson Silva was the first time his stand up capabilities got put to the test with someone with similar stand up capabilities. I have a question though, but what mm. about playing like what about he's had fights against very, very good kickboxers in the past? And uh, he's more than held his own against extremely good mm. kickboxers. So He's a stand-up was obviously tested. What, yeah. what, what do you think about that? Oh, uh, my thoughts are that um, we're not kickboxing. The, 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 the difference of striking in, in the octagon opposed to in the ring is night and day, especially in, MMA, in an MMA sense versus kickboxing sense. Comparing the two isn't, isn't applicable. Yes, he can take a lot of the skill sets over and they're very transferable, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Uh, I think we spoke about this like uh, other days where um, being a very high technical, uh, having a very high technical skills in stand-up, like technical striking, isn't the same as being a very dangerous striker. Because uh, if you were to look at Romero, for instance, he is not technically great at stand-up. He's not known for his technical grace <laughs> with his stand-up. Most of his wins have been knockouts. <laughs> Does he hit hard, Rob? He hits very freaking hard, you know. And and the thing is, like, who hit harder uh, in in all Wonder Boy or Romero? Oh well, Wonder Boy dropped me too. The but Romero for sure. Yeah, and it wouldn't even be close, eh? If it's they not were, close. Yeah. Uh, the, with Wonder Boy, I think the cut got like the water. I was getting dropped a lot in welterweight though. Like um, yeah, I was. That's a different story. I was getting dropped a lot in welterweight though. Because but Wonder Boy, I think the the point you're making is Wonder Boy would be technically. Far, far superior yeah, way, to way Romero. Technical. And his timing and precision is much, much better. But Romero hits like a truck. Like a truck. Um, yeah, but and Romero is just dangerous striker. He would have to be one of the most dangerous strikers in the, in the world. He's, he's, most of his wins have come from knockouts. Standing up, like punches, flying knees. You know, like he's, he's a very, very dangerous striker. And you can't say he's super technical because he's not. Whereas I think... 
Adesanya is very dangerous and and technical, but he he doesn't. It's not the same as Romero. He's not super super dangerous like Hendricks when he was making his run to the title. You know, Hendricks's striking is not great. I don't think it was great. I was never on the hype train of, oh, Hendricks is a technical. Yeah. You know, God no, he he just landed that left hand and put people out. You know um. So yeah, I think uh. I, I don't think that Adesanya's striking is as good as as he believes it. It's very good. Now, I'm not saying his striking's bad. It's very, very, very good, very dangerous. I just don't think it's as good as he believes it is. And I think that fight with Anderson Silva was the first time you had two people in the same octagon with similar skill set capabilities. And Anderson Silva's striking is the top of his game, which made, which not it's not at the top of his game, but is very, very high. And that made it, it, like, the times Adesanya's looked very, very good it were against people that don't have the greatest striking. Correct me if I'm wrong. No. <laughs> Argue with me. <laughs> Say I'm wrong. No, I, I, um, I think that the guys that, that, that he has fought, other than, than Anderson, weren't, weren't guys that had striking pedigrees. Not to say that they were bad strikers, mm-hmm. but um, they, they're... they're you know they they might do well against other guys that might do well, but in when you match them up against Adesanya, they're the, yeah, the, with the, the striking, very yeah. high level striking. It's yeah. like it's not going to be the same. Um, so yeah, you know uh, that's that's my thoughts on that fight. I thought hats off to um, Anderson Silva. He did remarkable. I think I think it was more of a that fight was more of a highlight for Anderson yeah. than it was for Adesanya. I think that. That um that fight was for Anderson to be fighting at 44 like that, not getting finished by a young dude that's undefeated with high level striking on, on a tear. I thought hats off to you, my man. Well, yeah, I I thought that about Anderson myself in in that fight. What do you think about Anderson's fight with um Cannonier coming up? Please stop fighting Anderson. <laughs> like not because he I is a gorilla. Yeah, not because I don't think Anderson could could do something, could win, because he could. I'll never, I'll never give Anderson a hundred percent loss, in my opinion, because Anderson's too dangerous. Like he he hit Adesanya very, very clean a bunch of times, um, but oh man, it's every dog has his day. You yeah, know what what, I mean? What's like, the money fight for him? But what's the what would be the money fight for Anderson at this? I don't stage? think he's doing it for money. He's not doing it for money. I honestly don't think he's doing it for money. And um, I know a lot of those older dudes fighting in their late 40s uh, do do it for, for money because they have contracts that came from Pride which are significantly higher than those on the UFC. Um, but I don't think he's doing it for money because he, he, he would have money. He would have money at this point in his life and everything that he's done, he'd he have money. money. Yeah, he Plus, he, in, in, in South America, he could... He could <laughs> he's a superstar. Like, yeah. like he, could, he can get money. It's... Uh, I think he just, he just, this is all he knows. This is all he is. And uh, this is all he can do. Like, it's all he wants to do. What, what do you think, Eli, of the fight between Gastelum and Adesanya? Um, I think it'll be a test. It'll definitely be a test. I think Gastelum, again, is probably, like Rob said, the gatekeeper there. I think if he can pass Gastelum, then he will, deserves a shot at the, maybe the top 
the top guys. But uh, which belt are they fighting for? They're fighting for Gastelum's belt or for Suhudo's belt? Suhudo's belt. Suhudo's belt. <laughs> 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 That'd be shit for Adesanya. If Adesanya beats Gastelum, and then he just gets Suhudo's <laughs> belt. <laughs> yeah. He's the flyweight champion. <laughs> <laughs> I I got a I got a thing though with uh, that fight. Um, if Adesanya does beat Gastelum, that'll that'll for me that'll be okay. His stand up's pretty good because Gastelum I think is very well rounded and he he's very very tough. He, I think he's I think across the board he's probably better. Um, not across the board. I mean in terms of holistic skill sets, I think Gastelum probably has a better skill set. Um, but if if Adesanya can keep his distance and keep him on the end of his 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 strikes for the, the whole five rounds, then I'll, I'll, I'll be like, well, wow, hats off to you because that's hard for anyone to do, especially against someone like Gastelum because yeah. Gastelum's been in those fights before and knows how to get inside. I, I think uh, my prediction on this fight is it won't be close. I don't think it'll be a close fight. I think it'll be a whitewash, but either way, why I say that is like their styles and even the physiques are so contrasting in that and they both know it they're both smart they both have a lot of fight experience so I'm, I, I see Gastelum knows he has to get inside he has to cut that distance has to be wary, wary of those kicks has to land the shot on that you know has to let, land that left hand possibly go for a takedown and Adesanya knows that and Adesanya is very good at controlling the range controlling the tempo of the fight so if Adesanya can get that rhythm going and put um, Gastelum in that mid-range and Gastelum can't close that distance, he's going to smash him. He's going to annihilate him. But I think Gastelum has had a lot of experience, trains with Uriah Hall all the time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Lives with Uriah Hall. Yeah. Um, so that ability to cut that distance and get him tight. What's that? Has beat Uriah Has Hall. beaten Uriah Hall. So being able to get in into that distance and being able to get in, he's good at that, doing that as well. Make the fight dirty. Yeah, but if, if he can do that, I also think he'll, he'll put on Adesanya as well. Yeah. But um, it's just, I, I don't think it'll be a question of like, because say for example, if Gaston spends, it's a five round fight. If, if he spends 10 minutes on the perimeter getting the shit kicked out of him, he's not gonna, I, I don't know, he could fluke it and hit him and, and knock him out, maybe. But what I'm saying is that he'll be damaged, like yeah. badly. But I also see it on the flip side is if Adesanya can't keep him off him for five rounds, that's going to just get worse for him. Yeah. You know, I don't see it being a close fight either way. I see, and and they could fight ten times and be different results. I just see whoever can go out there and impose their game, he's going to win, and <laughs> and clearly, it'll make it look like it was a mismatch regardless. And I don't think it's that much of a mismatch, to be honest. I think it's a good fight. Good fight. Excited to watch it. Yeah, me, me too. Oh, I've got a question. Uh, what do you think about the Velasquez and the Gano fight? The 26 seconds of fury. Yeah. I'm a huge Cain Velasquez fan, actually, I have to say. Massive fan of his. Um, and, and sometimes I think with... Because like, his knee collapsed, his knee. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's one of the things with Kane is like, I don't know, you know, you look at guys and he might not have had that many MMA fights, but he's probably had, I don't know, a thousand wrestling matches in his life. I don't know, just guessing. But the mileage on that body 
would be incredible you know what i mean like he finds it yeah he finds it super hard to get into fights because he just the camps take it like destroy his body he keeps getting injured and to the point now where he got injured in a fight then it's it's uh, yeah i i I don't know i i it makes me it makes me sad to see that and again this goes back to that thing with people don't understand like they're 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 people like did did people um did his knee collapse on the way into the shot because like i think regardless of kane's knee i think nagano still got that touched him yeah, I don't... And Nagano has some serious bad man power. <laughs> no, no, no. Of, of course, dude. If, if, but but um, when you watch... In, it, it's hard to say, man. Because, but when you watch in, in, the, in the slow motion, what I saw, he was still... He, he wasn't... When his knee collapsed, he was down on the ground. I, I'm not saying... Uh, I'm sure if Nagano grazed your chin, it'd fucking put you in orbit. But... When you watch in, in the replay, he hit the ground and he was not even cognizant of Nganu being here. There was, about, a, there was a sign of pain on his face. Yeah, wasn't yeah. It? Like he and and was he was for, he yeah. was he was on concentrating on his knee, like he was like ah. And <laughs> Francis was here, like ah, <laughs> <laughs> like that. As, as he should. Yeah, no, no. I'm a, I'm a fan of Kane too. I'm a fan of Nganu, but I like him. <laughs> I like him a lot. He's a scary man. He is very, very scary. He's a scary man. On, on other fights that are coming up, then uh, UFC 235, which I'm looking forward to. What do you think of... Um, let's let's start with Lawler versus Askren. I'm, I'm pumped to see this fight. That's probably, honestly, the, the fight I'm most pumped to see is Lawler versus Askren out of them. I, I just like any Lawler fight. He can fight anyone and I enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? I like him as a person, a fighter. I think he's respectful. And mm. I just like any fight he's in. I enjoy it. Yeah, I get good vibes from him. Evil vibes, but good vibes. <laughs> like, I think he's good people, but I think he's he's evil as well. <laughs> it's, it's strange because you watch the pre-shows and he's always like chilled out fishing yeah. and stuff like that, but he's one of the most vicious guys. He's always like, I want to eat your soul <laughs> sort of sort of vibe. Um, who, who you got? Um, I'm My biggest thing is I don't know which law is going to show up. That's, that's what I'm super curious about because I think... I think Lawler's a hard fight for anyone when he comes to fight, anyone. But um, but then sometimes he doesn't come to fight. Yeah, I, I don't think he, no. He always comes to fight. Just sometimes he doesn't get off the same way. Does he? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he does. Because when he fought RDA, is it RDA, yeah, RDA. When he fought AD, AD, yeah. When he, I always get this mixed up. When he fought, when he fought RDA, he um, he he didn't want to fight. And even no, even but his, his knee got blown out in that fight. Yeah, he still stood there. And he, and he stood there and took his beating. Yeah, he did, but... I don't know. Uh, I think Ashkin's going to wrestle fuck him a bit. What do you think? I, th- I think he... The same. I think uh, he, he definitely knows what he needs to do. And, uh, Ashkin only does one thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I You've got to give credit to Ashkin with that, eh? He doesn't even fuck around. He's <laughs> yeah, like, he doesn't even pretend to strike. Yeah. Like. No. no, I think that, that might be the case. Mm. I don't know if Lola, do you know what I mean? I don't know how active he is in his training, wrestling and that, but he come from a wrestling background? He wrestled like in high school and that. Okay, but not, okay. The people don't understand, like Askren's grappling is like up there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's high, 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 high level guy. I don't know. But, but Robbie Lawler's had a lot of experience. He's fought a lot of good guys. He's fought a lot of a lot, a lot of 
He's fought Jacare at 185, you know what I mean? He's fought... That's another thing. Like, might be too much. Yeah, as he, is he at the end of his life? What's yeah, that? he's... Lola. Oh, yeah, yeah, too 100%. much. I think, like you said, the mileage. I think he's got yeah. it. He's a dude that has mileage. He's been in wars, like absolute bloody wars since day dot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, since, so since his debut in the scene, he's had a war with every single one. Like, those... Those um conduit fights, uh, Rory fight. Yeah, the the Rory fights, I I think were just too much. Like, that's crazy. How much does a fight like that take it out of you, Rob? Like a fight, that, like the fights you had with Romero, particularly the second one. It depends. It's like with Romero, I got hit, got hit like um, I dropped, but um, and then I was hit off the droppage. But apart from that, it wasn't back and forth too much. Whereas like, Lawler and, and Lawler and, and um. Rory's fight would just back and forth. You hit me, I hit you. You hit me, I hit you for five rounds. You know when you when you have a concussion and that black flash comes up, they would have had a what, 50 each in that fight. Fucking easy. So it would have been better if one of them got knocked out. Mm. 100%. Do you know what I mean? They would probably have a more extensive life than the amount of concussions they had, like Robbie Lawler, just standing there and taking it. Sometimes they're too tough for their own good. I, I can't even say... I like I like both of them. I'm a fan of Askren, as well. I don't, it's one of those things where I I want to see Askren do his thing because I just like watching him do it. But I'm I've always been a, I've always been a Robbie Lawler fan, so I wish I wish it was somebody else, yeah. so that I could see Askren do it. Because like from a technical perspective, um, watching Askren do what he does is to me it's phenomenal. Like it's it's the same as Khabib, but you know maybe 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 better it's funny when you say when i seen that fight come up i went nah i don't want to see that fight not that do you know what i mean mixed him with someone else not that fight so, yeah that, that's what i mean yeah. like i want i want to see askren do his thing yeah but i don't want to see him do it against lola yeah you know um what about woodley and usman who you got i'm gonna go woodley on that one um woodley really impressed me in his last fight really impressed me plus i think he's good people um, but um, so is Usman I've met him too he's a good guy yeah. but I think Woodley's Woodley impressed me in that last fight I think he's very dangerous ah, Usman's dangerous too but I think Woodley is much more well-rounded uh, than people think on top of the fact that if he if he touches you with that that hand he, you, you're done <laughs> what do you think? I know Usman's always surprised me I've always I've never really been on the bandwagon I guess but every fight he goes in he gets it done um it's going to be a good fight, but yeah, Woodley's got some some clubs, so he could could put him away in the stage. What one thing that I, I'll give Woodley is this: I think he's very good at being a champion. Like he 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 know he understands the game, the fight. He really really gets it. He really gets the things that that are needed to be done to be a champion. Like he understands you got to dot your eyes and cross your t's and leave no stone unturned. And I've because I've, I, I follow him and I watch his preparations and all of that and you know I watch how he fights and you know sometimes he fights really cautious sometimes he doesn't da 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 but he gets what he has to do to be champion yeah you know um, and he doesn't spend a lot of time on anything that's not going to get him the win you know so I, I would have to go with him just because of the fact that I think um, he's just too good at being a champion. And Jones versus Smith. Oh, 
I think that's a. I think that'll be a more interesting fight than a lot of people give credit for. Can I say something? Anthony Smith is fucking huge. He's big. big. Remember when he was a middleweight? Huge guy. He's been on like same card as Rob a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, huge guy. Fucking massive. I remember when I saw him and he was cutting to middleweight. I thought, fuck, good luck with that, mate. Mm. Like that's that's awful. He's a big guy. I think I think it'll be um, a much closer fight than people think it will be. I I, I, think, I remember I when think Smith will surprise a lot of people. I think it was Kansas. I want to say Kansas. I'm not sure, but it was some card. And we were looking, we were just then, I was talking to, I think it might have been Alex, one of Rob's coaches, and we saw Anthony Smith, and we were just talking, and we go, oh, you know, that's that dude, da-da-da-da-da. You know, you think Rob will, how do you think Rob will match up with him? And I, I just remember looking at him, and, th- and I said to him, man, this dude's not, don't even think about this dude, this dude's not going to be a middleweight, this guy's kind of super heavy, like, yeah, yeah. he's huge, man. He's like a huge, huge dude. He's a big guy, big cat. Yeah, and then the last time I saw him, it was, I think, of Chicago. Was that yeah? He was at Chicago, and and who who did he fight on that card? Do you remember? Maybe Rashad. That mo- yeah. Look, was, was, we, hmm? was it Rashad? Might have been. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, it was. Hundred percent, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It we was. saw Rashad in the in the yeah. Foyer. We were, and I, I remember he was he was right right next to us, and I remember looking at him, and he's a big guy, man. He's a really really big guy. Massive. Yeah. So that that to me is a thing, but obviously Jones is the favourite. Yeah, with good reason. Like, He's a freak. So. Yeah, I think it would be uh, not not impossible, but I think it'll be a big ask for Smith to take it yeah. from him. What do you think? I think the same. I think Jones is just. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think it was a, a match to be made there. Um, I don't know if they. I don't know why they went down that path. They obviously have their reasons. Do you, do you think Anthony Smith deserved that title fight on the people he's beat? Well, uh, what I have to give him is that he did beat Ozdemir. Yep. Who had just come off a title shot with Cormier. Yeah. So I, I, I have to give him that, you know what I mean? And and I, I like Anthony Smith. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I like he's him. He's a good guy. He's yeah. a very, very good guy. Um, so, yeah, but, but he did beat... Vulcan Ozdemir. Yeah, it yep. was one or two. So Yeah, so he, he'd have to be up there, right up there. Well, that's how the rankings are supposed to work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> How's Rob's rankings work with that one? Uh, let's not get into that. That's a big... That's, that's, a, that's a whole podcast on itself. The middleweight's rankings have been screwed since, like, 10 years ago. Like, since Anderson got beaten, then the, the rankings oh, just went... just been a mess. Since out the... F- <laughs> out of the... Yeah, it's just been, just been a mess. Okay. What, um... Well... What else have we got? What else have you got coming up, Rob? You got anything coming up? Um, so I guess for me initially, my, my first thing is just to, to heal and get better. Um, we got the next we got the next batch of, of of the Gracie programs coming through, which will be great. When will that be starting, Elo? Uh, we're hoping April May. How many students are we looking to have? We'd like to fill two classes. So if you're me, two classes of anywhere from twenty to twenty five. Okay, uh, how many how many students have we got now on that? About forty. Yeah, we've got around forty, and, and a few others that we need to change. So we still got a few few spots available. Yeah, yeah, we still have ha, spots ha, available. Who can they contact, Elo? Probably the best bet is if they jump on Facebook and uh, TAFE New South Wales Aboriginal programs. So TAFE New South Wales Aboriginal programs. Yeah, if they jumped on there, then we have a link where they can uh, fill out an expression of interest, and then we'll get in contact with them. Yeah. Okay, so you got that. What else? It's a great way to learn. Absolutely great way to learn. Um, 
and then I guess we'll, we I think we we we're going to try and tee up and, and and head up head up head up north to to, to Queensland. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe um, run some work with the the Broncos there. Uh, so yeah, that, that 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 should be good. So at the moment, uh, our business partner. Uh, Alex Prades, he has a contract with uh, Brisbane Broncos to do um, the grappling and defensive stuff with them. Uh, Alex is probably one of the best guys that, that I can think of. I can't really think of anyone in, that, that I've come across anyways. Um, making his way around the NRL doing uh, that kind of work. Like, and it's, he's, he's very, very... He's, at the moment, he's got a lot of fight experience, a lot of combat experience. Uh, obviously, he's a uh, third Dan Black Belt in Jiu-Jitsu so he's been doing Jiu-Jitsu forever but more importantly he's also been in that rugby league yeah. world working in that rugby league world for a long time for the longest time like yeah yeah way back way when well, ages ages he was working with the Sharks like at the beginning yeah and, and they, they before were, I met him <laughs> yeah yeah way way before that you know he, he'd already been working with the Sharks he won a premiership with Souths yeah. so he's done he's been he was at Souths for years now he's at Broncos uh, he followed he and Anthony Seabold went over to, to Broncos. So um, we're lucky enough to be able to get to do some work with the Broncos as well this year. And so we'll probably head up there for about a week or so at some point in March. Also, shout out to the, to the boys at the Broncos for the, the get well message. You know, that was well received. Like, yeah, yeah that, was, uh, that was unbelievable. Thank you, boys. Hope you guys see this. Like, uh, thanks for the love. You know, I'll be seeing you shortly. Um, anything else coming up? Um, you? you know, we, we got a lot of guys at the gym who are going to be fighting soon. Um, what what card what card are the boys going to be on? Uh, there's well they're trying to put together a couple of cards. We don't know yet what, what's happening. They're still fighting in the local scene, um, but you've got David Francis fighting on Super Fight actually. Hmm. Uh, that'll be on March first. Um, and I think they're still trying to match make Jacob. Well, Jacob's going to have a, a pro boxing fight, and who's he's undefeated as a pro boxer, and he's also going to have a, an MMA fight around the same time yet but again we haven't been able to lock down times and Izzy is fighting soon as well yeah double champ yeah the double the champ champ yeah um but yeah so yeah team's doing well making leaps and bounds and we there's some comps coming up uh, and just just training you know after after I heal my stomach heals and get back into training and prepare to to fight either Adesanya or Gastelum yeah do you have a preference um, I, like you guys know, and I think a lot of my fans know, I've never cared who I fought. Uh, who I fight? Literally, the UFC threw everyone, anyone who had a fight win streak, or was like the next prospect, they threw at me. And um, yeah, so I've never cared. But if I had to say, I'd probably like to fight Adesanya. You Why know, is that? One, he's been asking for it, <laughs> and um, and two, I like that fight. I like the way he fights. Um, you know, he's a distance fighter. He likes to, to utilize his striking, which agrees with me. I'm a distance fighter, but I close distance really fast and I hit very hard. And um, I think it's surprising. But, you know, it is what it is. In saying that, fighting Gaslam wouldn't be bad. Put in a lot of work already for that guy. So it would be good to not fight a Southport for, <laughs> for once. <laughs> yeah. I, and I've noticed that you brown not so much but your biggest problem have only ever been white guys <laughs> yeah so yeah, yeah the white guys are, are <laughs> his only losses are to white guys, to white guys. oh wow yeah <laughs> so like 
we're trying to dodge any white guys so we're lucky <laughs> lucky that rockhold thank you for moving up uh, cheers mate and uh widen wow. that's the only one we've got to I keep our eye think on you can say this <laughs> <laughs> it's true though statistically 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 i still i still don't think yeah biggest can... weakness white guys <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> gotta come out of the usa when i'm walking out yeah. no you know that that that's the thing so uh we got only have, we have to get rid of weidman from that division so hopefully he goes up yeah. to light heavyweight and um yeah just avoid that yeah could I also give a shout out to the, the girls who sponsor the Gracie girls who are playing in the LS7s? When, when Arbor, is that? The 1st and 2nd of March. So, um, yeah, obviously the Gracie program sponsors them girls. A, a lot of them have come through the program in that as well. Um, unfortunately, this year we'll be missing one of our superstars, Rihanna Byers, who came is through the program. Is she Yeah, she's with the Australian 7s yeah. now. So, um, but yeah, we're 1st and 2nd, we're playing up there. Um, hopefully this year we can come away with the win after a few runners up. So the last few years awesome shout out and thank you shout out no worries thank you guys thank you very much for watching and listening um see you later see you later guys